Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful night. Um, For me personally, I've had a pretty boring day, which is, I don't know what I was expecting because it's winter break, so not a whole lot going on, but I did make gingerbread houses, and um, if you're listening to this, you should go vote for my gingerbread house on my Instagram, because mine is very much the best. And for some reason, people are voting for Jake's. I don't know why. His was not good. But anyways, that's totally beside the point. I hope you're doing really well tonight. I hope you had a wonderful day. So... The uh, the title of today's episode is After Hours on the Road, which is a little misleading because I'm actually not even recording this. Like I've always wanted to record a podcast episode in my car because I love my car. It's comfortable. It's just very me. And I kind of wanted to like do a thing with the podcast where I recorded it in different places. Like I have some at my dorm I have some at home I wanted to do some in my car just to get like different vibes and stuff like that and see what I liked but it is like negative 12 degrees out right now so there's no way I'm just gonna sit in my heated car in the summertime or the spring or whatever I'll start doing that but definitely not right now um so but I did call it after hours on the or I am calling it after hours on the road because this is gonna sound over dramatic of me, but that's just the way that I am. So I have like an hour and a half drive um, to Perpich and to Sock, you know. And usually I go through St. Cloud because I'm just one of those people that likes to take the long way wherever they go, even if it's like already kind of a bit of a long drive. Um, and I also usually stop and like get coffee and stuff like that and St. Cloud's got like a bunch of different places so I usually go through there which is about like a two-hour drive and that's not a whole lot you know people definitely have to drive way more than that to get home but I do go home every weekend so it's a pretty and usually I either go really early in the morning so it's like dark out for most of the drive or I go later in the day and it gets dark at like five o'clock so like either way it's pretty dark and it's just kind of like this lonely drive and I'll like play music and have a snack or like a coffee or something to kind of like whatever I even like keep this sounds really stupid but I put all of my suitcase like my suitcase my backpack my blanket and my microphone and shoot like all of my stuff I keep it in my passenger seat to make it like like I've got like stuff with me you know like presence in a way that sounds really sad but I just I don't know I do that and I just kind of like I I had a feeling before I left for school that I was gonna feel kind of torn between sock and the cities because I would have a life out there and a life here and I'm at home right now um that's what here is but I would have a life with all of these people that nobody from Sock knows and then I would have a life in Sock that that people of there have like heard about 
you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird to, like, I have, like, close friends out at Purpage, and I'll, like, be talking about something that happened, like, oh, yeah, like, me and Maya, blah, 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 and they're like, who's that? And it's like any, you know, same with Sock, I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, me and Stella, and they're like, oh, who's this? And it's just weird that there's two separate lives going on, and they never see each other, really. And why would they? And again, this is just me being overdramatic, but it's just this weird thing. And before I, before the school year even started, I knew that I was going to feel really weird about those things, but I just kind of ignored it. And I had this feeling in the back of my mind that I would, I would like feel the most in tune with my life or like the most in control when I was on the drive either to Purpich or to Sock because it's like the space in between the two lives that I'm living, you know? It's it's just this weird thing that I that I thought about a lot and that's just me overthinking a ton. But I don't know, it's just the road is like just kind of where I feel comfortable in a weird way. Obviously, I feel comfortable there, and I feel comfortable here, too. But there's just, like, this weird vibe when I'm when I'm going there where I can just kind of, like, not think about anything and just, you know, like, I have a destination. I know where I'm going, so I don't really have to worry about it. And then I can, like, enjoy the drive more. Again, super overdramatic. But I think that it's kind of a metaphor for, like, constantly moving and having this idea that you can go anywhere you want from where you are because when you're when you're on the road you can take an exit and just go wherever you know what I mean but if you're like sitting in your room it's a lot harder to go you know go somewhere because you just want to sit in your room or you know wherever you are and it reminds me of like that cheesy quote that's like it's not about the destination it's about the journey blah 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 but like it is true it's kind of cool to be in that mode of like i can do whatever i want right now i'm in total control sometimes i can't talk i'm in total control i can take a turn i can turn around i can keep going i can pull over and stop like just this sense of control and i've always been one of those people that really really likes to be in control of things so anyways I wanted to talk about the things that I've learned on not things I've learned on the road I guess things that I've thought about a lot when I'm taking that drive because that's a lot of time it may not seem like it but two hours by yourself two days a week is kind of a lot of time to just be staring in front of you and being like alone with your mind like you can't do anything else there's no one in there to talk to I mean I can listen to music I can listen to a podcast but sometimes I just don't really want to and I just kind of want to like be there and there are a lot of things that my overly active mind thinks about when I'm driving and this can kind of go for like when I've been I love I oh my god cannot speak I love going on Oh my god, wait, my computer's about to restart. Hold up. Okay, I stopped the... I don't know. I got, like, a notification that was like, your 
computer's gonna restart and then I stopped recording and it's not restarting so I think I'm good but if I randomly cut out I'll know what's going on anyways I have no idea where I left off but um basically I've just had a lot of time alone on the road and it's very like I don't want to say cinematic the way that I just like the sun kind of comes up or like goes down either I'm always leaving when the sun is coming up or going down and it's just kind of fun to be awake really either really early when no one else is up yet or you know be leaving when like everyone is just kind of like settling down for the night that kind of thing I don't know weird vibe but um basically I came up with like four main points of things that I've thought about and learned while in the process of like whether it's literally being on the road or just metaphorically like going somewhere like mentally moving on and getting somewhere oh I did okay I saw a quote today that said something along the lines of if you can easily attach you can also detach like if you can hold on to something you can also let go of it I don't know if I wrote that down in this outline that I have in front of me maybe I did but I thought that that was really cool like the mentality of okay if you can like learn to love something and hold on to it if you can do that you can also do the act of letting it go that doesn't really tie into anything that I was talking about but I just thought that that was a really cool thing but anyways the first thing that I want to talk about is don't take things for granted oh my goodness taking things for granted has like come back to bite me in the butt so many times and I think the only way to really avoid doing that is to just always be thankful for what you have and where you are it's so important to to like stay in the moment but also just kind of look around and be like I'm grateful for these people I'm grateful for this place that I'm in and if you don't feel grateful for it then you got to change something but taking things for granted oh man like you don't realize that you've taken anything for granted until you're back to where you once had those things like so I made the decision recently to not go to um, art school anymore because and there's a lot of reasons behind this and this is a random place to like bring this up but I've just decided to come back to sock and finish my senior year um, in the town that I've grown up in and my mom had me coming back like every weekend and I remember the weekend before we chose or we had the talk and I decided like yep I'm gonna move back the weekend before that I was sitting in my music room which is my walk-in closet that I just keep all of my instruments in and I was trying to like I don't know I was trying to record a song or I was trying to do something music wise and I was just not feeling it and I think it was a Sunday so I would have to be going back to school and I just remember closing my laptop and just I just started crying and 
all that was running through my head was you took everything for granted. What did you do? And having that going through my head over and over and over was one of the worst feelings I've ever had because it it was so true. Like I would come home every weekend and see the people, and don't get me wrong, I I love being out at Purpich too and I love the people that I met there, but I would come back on the weekends and have to cram all of my time with my friends into two days and and then I would have to leave to this other life that I was living and then come back and you know do it all over again and it became this like mentally exhausting thing and I was like god life was so good like why why would you try and jeopardize that like you knew that this was gonna change everything and you did it anyways and I think that we when we're excited about something we don't necessarily think it through and we don't realize that it's an act of taking what we have for granted but if there's any advice I can give on that, if you're going to make a, a life-changing decision, look around at where you are and decide if you really want to leave the setting and the people that you love. Like, it's sometimes it's worth it and sometimes it's not. I'd say most of the time it's not because I told myself, like, you know, you're not taking it for granted. You're, you're just looking for better things. Well... <laughs> dumb idea shouldn't have done that but um yeah I think it's important to own up to it own up to the fact that you didn't realize what you had until it was gone because that is a sucky feeling and then you just got to figure out what to do about it you know after I I didn't decide right after I kind of like had that moment I don't know if you'd call that like an epiphany or not. Uh, Not really. But after I had that moment, I was just like, oh, you're just having, you know, this is just one thing. You're just going through a little phase where you miss your friends a little more than you usually do. It's fine. And I kind of like moved on. And then like a week later, it happened again. But I think it's hard to accept that we, we make mistakes that big that affect other people too because... It also hurt because I was like, now it's not only different for me, it's different for my family. It's different for my, like, my three really, really close friends. Like, they don't get to see the person that they used to see every single day, and it's not the same. And now I'm leaving people that I learned to love out in the cities, like, I have to leave them too, and that's going to be hard, but that's just you know, there are consequences and there are things that you have to own up to and figure out. And I just, I think it's really important to, to not take anything for granted, to be grateful for everything that you're given. And I know that now and I, you know, I don't want to make that mistake again. But I thought about that a lot when, not only on the road, just whenever I had like a free minute in my mind. But yeah. Another one, so the second thing I wanted to talk about is staying in the moment, which also kind of ties into not taking things for granted. But I think that a lot of people, I've done this too, but a lot of people nowadays say like, 
oh, I cram my schedule so that I don't, I don't have time to think. And it's like, what? What? Um, I, that's something that I've, I mean, I think I've done it subconsciously before, but I've never understood that really. I understand, I kind of understand like not always wanting to be overthinking and everything, but it is so unhealthy to not allow your mind to think, you know? Like, if you, if you think too much and you don't let your mind rest, it will start to wander. Like, you're going to get lost. Not wandering in a way where it's like you think about whatever pops into your brain first. Wander in a way where you kind of, like, lose yourself. And if you don't let your mind do its own mapping or do its own work when it's, like, off of its feet like I I don't know I'm picturing like a mind that has legs you need to let it sit down and you know think of it as something that is always working because it is and also another thing about staying in the moment I do this a lot is sometimes I just get this weird feeling of nostalgia which I talked about in the last episode but I just like I just get weird and I feel like I'm not I'm not present and I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Touch the things around you. Or like touch your leg, touch your leg with your hand. Or like think about what your feet are touch- touching, the ground that you're standing on, the people like just use touch to your advantage. Touch your hair. You know, it doesn't have to be like this huge gesture type of thing. But just touch the things around you. Like, sometimes even when I'm driving, I'll be like, oh my god, I feel like I'm not alive right now. I feel like I'm not here at all. I'll, like, put my hand on the cold window so that I, like, am aware. I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm in the car. It's cold. The heat is on. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm here. I'm here. That's, on. it sounds stupid, but it's a really good way of kind of waking yourself up and just making sure that you're there. Because... Staying in the moment is just so important and it's so self-explanatory. Just just let yourself be, you know? Next one also ties into staying in the moment. Let yourself feel what you're feeling. Oh my gosh, I cannot stress this enough. Do not wait to feel your emotions. Again, I'm sorry I keep using like personal examples, but when I moved... When I first told my friends that I was going to be moving, it was like spring. So we had like four or five months before I would leave. Or we had like the summer or whatever. And like my two really close friends would always bring it up. Or not always, but they would, when they would bring it up, I would say just don't, just don't think about it until it actually happens. You know, don't worry about it until it comes to the point where we're like physically hugging each other goodbye and I drive away. We don't have to think about it until then. And they're like, okay, okay. And I think that they still felt it, but I was saying goodbye to a lot more people than they were. So in my head, I was just like not processing any emotion whatsoever. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, do things that, that are in the moment, but in, in this bad way where I'm avoiding, like I'm, you know, I was piling up my schedule and trying to do so many things at once that I just didn't have a chance to sit back and and fathom the fact that I was 
this was the act of me taking things for granted, was that I wouldn't let myself think about it. Because it does come back to get you. Like, those emotions are still there. They're still going to happen. You're still going to have to feel them, whether it's at the time that you're supposed to be feeling them or not. Like, I knew this was going to happen too because I'm, I do this all the time. I'm always the person who's like, oh, I just, I'll just ignore it. I'll just, I just won't feel it. I'll just act like everything's fine. You know, so overrated. I, I always say it's overrated and I continue to do it. I'm really trying not to, but it just, it, it will come back to get you. Like a month into the school year, I was like, oh my gosh, I miss everybody and I feel like I'm not allowed to miss them because I was supposed to go through these emotions while it was happening and I didn't allow myself. So that's just my take on that. Don't wait to feel your emotions. Also, if you're feeling a lot of things and you like need to talk about it, If your friends change the subject or they don't listen when you're talking about how you feel, then they are not good friends. It's a hard thing to hear, but it's true. I mean, okay. One thing I really don't like is when friends turn their other friends, like, into their therapist. I'm not saying- there is- there is a difference between going to a friend with, like, wanting- wanting comfort in a way, I guess, but a therapist has a role of, of sympathizing for you, and I don't know how to word this, but there is a line that gets crossed. I've had friends where they, like, pour, if, if it's, like, mentally draining you to listen to someone talk about what they're going through, then that's different. You know, if it's, like, affecting your life, you need to put a stop on that. Trust me, I've experienced it. Don't let someone bring you down because their mindset is bad or they're going through stuff. You can be there for them, 100%. Be there for them, check on them, talk to them about it. But the second that it starts making you feel bad, you need to take a step away. But also you do, it's so important to check up on your friends. And it doesn't need to be this big thing. Just as simple as like, hey, how are you? Thought of you today. Like I send those kind of texts to random, not random people, but like random friends that I have. Like, hey, how are you? Like, trust me, friends appreciate that. You know? Yeah. Um... Sitting in silence and letting yourself, I'm still, I'm still kind of in the let yourself feel what you're feeling, um, bullet point or whatever. I think I kind of already talked about this, but sitting in silence and just letting yourself reflect on things, sometimes you just gotta stop and like lay on your bed and stare at the ceiling and you don't need to, I have the mindset sometimes where like if I think of something, I need to act on it. Like I need to change it. I need to fix it. You know, that savior complex um mentality but that's not true you can think things and just let them be in your brain it actually feels really good trust me 
And again, I wrote this down, but I think I talked about it earlier, is thinking of your mind as something with legs. If you are constantly using your brain for other things, you need to let it rest. It's the same as someone running a million miles. They're going to need to rest at some point. Otherwise, your mentality is just going to crash. So if you're keeping your mind busy so that you don't have to think about certain things, you don't have to deal with something that happened to you, it's going to pile up and it's just going to be more exhausting by the time you let your brain rest. So do it, like, daily. Like, let yourself have a moment where it's just you and your head. It might sound scary for some people, but it's so necessary. Last bullet point. Do things that scare you. It creates so much growth to do things that freak you out. It doesn't mean that it's easy whatsoever. But no growth is going to happen from like the same daily routine that you've always had. Or, you know, hanging out with the same people you've always hung out with. It's not a bad thing to do those things. But it's also really, really good for you to talk to someone you've never talked to or, you know, just go to a place that you've never been to before. Do things that that scare you, even if they're small, even if it's just like going out in public by yourself. Like, you know, if you like having social anxiety and stuff like that, if it's if it's just as small as like going on a walk alone with no one there to keep you company. You know, do the little things that scare you. And I also saw this quote today about, it was something about starting fresh and how it has, starting fresh has nothing to do with where you are, but it has to do with your mindset. And I think that like, I'll be, it'll be like, one in the morning we all have those we've we've all done this before where we're like awake at 1 a.m or we wake up at like 1 2 in the morning and we're like oh my god tomorrow i'm gonna run two miles then i'm gonna make myself a really healthy protein shake then i'm gonna do all of my homework that i have been procrastinating and like we make this whole entire schedule and then we don't do it because we're like, oh, darn, like, I, it, it's just not the right time, it's not the right place, whatever. And it's just kind of like a funny example, like, we've, we've all done that, and it, I think it's the funniest thing ever. But also, like, on all of the drives that I go on back and forth to the cities and back, I'll have this mindset of, like, I have all these things in my head of what I could change to be a better person, or just you know, and I'll be like, well, I can't really, like, act on it because, um, I have to do this today, and I have to do this today, and I just can't do it. It doesn't really have anything to do with, like, what your schedule is or what you're physically doing. If you keep those things in your brain and you tell, if you give yourself goals, mental goals, and you keep them, that is creating a fresh start. It doesn't have to do with 
the fact that you're in a car and like what are you gonna do go run two miles like you know what I mean you can't just do a fresh start physically it it's mental and I didn't really think about that until I saw that quote because I'm just one of those people who's constantly like oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be a better person because of it well yeah I think the physical stuff comes after the mental though you have to like mentally tell yourself okay I'm doing this I'm gonna be a better person I'm gonna have a fresh start whether it's like you're letting go of someone or you're just moving on from something it's all a mindset and also there's never ever 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 gonna be a right time for anything so just do it honestly waiting for the right time is so overrated and it's just not worth it because if you put something off until quote-unquote the right time it's probably never gonna happen so you might as well just do it now this is your sign that thing that you've been wanting to do go do it go do it I believe in you moral of the story or moral of the podcast Everyone is so worried about where they've been and where they're going that we forget to be excited about where we are. And that's the metaphor that goes with being on the road is, you know, when you're on the road, you're thinking about the fact that you're, you're moving, you're here, you're in the moment, you are, you are physically on your way to a place. You know, you can't really necessarily think about where you were and where you're going for so long. You have to acknowledge the fact that you're in the moment. So be in the moment. You know, your past doesn't need you and your future is waiting. It hasn't happened yet. Be excited about everything that's going to happen, but don't miss the little things. It's okay to be excited about your future, but it's more important to be excited about where you are. I think that deciding to come back to Sock was a result of me getting so caught up in this future that I had planned for myself that I didn't even realize how unhappy I was. And... I mean, now now I've, I'm realizing it, and now I'm coming back. And I don't think that I wasted, like, the, the four and a half months that I spent at Purpage. But I just kind of blinded myself with all of the things that I thought were going to happen while I was there. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And that happens. So be in the moment enough to let yourself realize when you need to take a step back or you need to change. That's okay. Take the time to just be. Be here. Be in the now. There's no right time for anything except for the present. That's it. It's as simple as that, everybody. That's all I have, it is 7.18 p.m. and I am about ready to go to bed. 
but I'm not going to because that's just the way I am. But anywho, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you gained something from this this episode. I don't know exactly how long. I never know how long these are because I don't time them. But anyways, if you made it to the end, you're amazing. I love you. You're beautiful. And please stay in the moment and be grateful for everything that you have. Especially, oh my god, I forgot that Christmas is literally on Sunday. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I hope that you're all warm and safe and with your family or the people that you love. I just hope that you're all happy because that is what everyone should be on Christmas. And thank you so much for meeting me in the after hours. Have an amazing night.